Hey everybody, this is Davis over at the CFG and I would like to welcome you to another episode of Pop Culture Gems. This is a series where we talk to amazing creators, artists, cosplayers, voice actors, and so much more. If you like the interviews we do uh, with, with these terrific guests, give us a thumbs up and uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, the CFG channel, uh, or go to our main website, confreaksandgeeks.com to not miss an episode. Today, I am interviewing two amazing people in video games who have made an incredibly fun game that uh, not only me or the CFG Gamecast crew love to play, but also a ton of other gamers out there. I would like to welcome Charles Brungart and uh, Jared Gerritsen from Ilphonic Studios, the studio who made the recent Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed. How are y'all two doing today? Awesome. Thanks for having us. Great. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Yeah, right now I'm already so jealous because I've always wanted that the proton pack that you have in your background right there. Oh my god, it's so it's so great. I'm a huge Ghostbusters fan, and I've just been like, and then uh, seeing that y'all made this game, it just made it's just was like to, I was so totally hyped when it uh, when it came out. So that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Most definitely, most definitely. Well, uh, let's get it. Let's get into it. Uh, like. Uh, what like what gave you all the idea to make the latest Ghostbusters like uh the Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed like a multiplayer first person shooter? Well, uh, Chuck, do you want to go or I think how, the, how do you want to do the original that? the original hotel scene and the uh you know original Ghostbusters I think was the the inspiration to make this I think uh, just always watching that movie over and over again as a kid. Uh, we always kind of looked at you know, what IPs would make fun games. We're definitely a multiplayer studio, and we just kept going back to that. How fun that would be! How fun would it be to actually experience that um, and try to work through the you know that whole scene essentially? And and Jared and I just kind of talked about it, and we're like, that'd be that'd be awesome. Is that you kind of align with that, Jared? Just yeah, sure, 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 Chuck. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, we 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 make asymmetrical games, and and so when uh, F thirteen came out, uh, I joined a little bit after that, and and uh, Chuck and I were talking about all the all you know what 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 else could we do? And Predator and Ghostbusters came up in the exact same conversation, and so um, you know, it's one of those things where we did Predator after f13 and then we uh we did ghostbusters but we've been talking about ghostbusters for you know four or five years and just kind of like oh wouldn't it be cool wouldn't it be cool but i mean for me um you know i've been a ghostbusters fan ever since a little kid so i've always wanted to play this game so like that's kind of where i feel like that a lot of that just kind of like it needs to be like this it needs to be like this and um yeah it's a definitely a, a, an absolute passion project Oh yeah, that was good. Yeah, I was going to actually ask that. It's like it sounds like it's this this game. I mean, y'all made really fun games in the past, and like you said, the style of games is 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 exactly what y'all are known for for this. But this one really is really a lot. Feels a lot different, even though I mean it's kind of the same on the style. But this one just felt like this was close to y'all's like close to y'all's heart. Like this was clearly like I was going to ask like how much of a passion project was this for y'all to have the chance to kind of get get into like to get an ip like ghostbusters and and fiddle around with it and and just make it y'all's own yeah i mean I, as a kid i i made a i made a proton pack out of cardboard you know and so so for for 
a, a, a little kid. I mean, my, my uncle was a big SNL uh, fan. And so he took me to the Ghostbusters film and I never saw it. I never knew what it was that, you know, it's, it's the, the, you know, this is the eighties, right? So mm-hmm. go in and that first scene, I'm like afraid. And, and, you know, the, the, the librarian just scared the crap out of me. And now I'm afraid of ghosts all of a sudden, but like, it, it was one of those things where it just that that film struck such a crazy nerve for me as a kid. And then the cartoon started to come out and then, you know, I had all the toys and, and it was just one of those things where it's just like this, this, you know, child that refused to grow up and made video games professionally for a living. You know, it's just one of those things where being able to, I mean, as you can see, I've got a lot of Ghostbusters in here, but it's like, that's just one of those things where I, I, you know, when, when, when we, pitched it to ghost core and they're like, yeah, you know, Dan Aykroyd's going to look at this and Ivan needs to approve all of this. And then we get to present it to Ivan Reitman and, you know, talk to him. And, you know, we, we got the full Ivan treatment and it was just like, this is so crazy because like he, even at the end, we, we, we showed uh kind of like a, a step-by-step of a game uh, experience in storyboards and talked him through it. And like, he was he he was a very old man that didn't play multiplayer games doesn't really understand the gaming thing and we would say like yeah this person is your friend and this person's your friend and then the ghost is your friend as well and you're doing and at the end he's like why haven't we done this before like why haven't why like why hasn't ghostbusters ever done this so it was it was really rad having ivan get it and go like yeah this this is shocking that it hasn't been done as well and so it's just like that that all that passion you know he got and uh it's you know it definitely miss him quite a bit but uh it's been um yeah it's it's been exciting like if we're gonna get dan Aykroyd and and ernie we need to do a really cool story and and all of the things that we've been doing and i'm taking up all the all of chuck's time so <laughs> no no i mean the only thing to really add is that yeah i used to go into our local video store that was probably a few blocks from my house and uh would always just rent the original ghostbusters and it was always uh remember the guy told my mom you know vhs's cost a ton back yeah, then like 300 400 bucks oh my yeah, god was, yes yeah. so crazy <laughs> it, it so he's like you guys rented this enough you probably could have owned it a couple times over so maybe you should look at actually buying it so uh it was it was awesome it was always on in the house and um yeah i mean honestly don't tell any of the other IPs we've worked on, but it's probably my favorite of all, <laughs> all the ones we've had to work on. So oh, Arnold's yeah. gonna be so mad at you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I like I said, like I said, it's like y'all, y'all done great work in the past, but this one is just like it, it, it just it just shows how much more and beyond y'all have done on uh, on this, and it's great. And then it's kind of funny because like I, like when you were saying that you made a proton pack out of cardboard. When I was growing up, um, I, I was uh, using like Manila paper with staples and stuff to put it, to make up my own little fake one and stuff, and it just rips all the time. I was like making a new one every day. From the, awesome. After I watched that movie, I love. I mean, that movie really hit hit a chord. I don't know why, but it's I got just, in so much trouble because I I I sawed a the I just being a kid I was stupid right so I I I sawed. I found a saw and I, I saw the broom, the broomstick in half, not thinking that anyone really would know, notice that the broomstick was shorter. I got in so much trouble. But yeah, I mean, it's just like, 
yeah yeah it's just fucking that's funny. hilarious it's funny how what stupid what kids do just stupid oh, <laughs> uh and uh kids, i mean it, it, it was good at the time it was smart at the time so let's just go and go with that but like well uh when y'all made this like how long was development of this game about two years it actually you know the crazy thing is as we were talking about it for a long time like it it, it was something that we approached pretty much right after f13 um and it just took us a little bit longer to get off the ground and so we did uh predator first and then came back to it and it just the the same idea was there it always just stuck with us it always just made a lot of sense so we feel like it took a long time to put together and get off the ground and when we go back to some of the early emails we had with sony pictures and ghost corp we're like oh man it's been you know it's yeah. it's been a while but yeah development from when we started to finish was right around 24 months so um yeah that yeah. first photo was from the lot is like two, 2018 yeah. so yeah we we we'd been talking to them and thinking about it quite a bit um and then we yeah we did predator and then from predator we started working on it but you know while we're working on predator i mean that's the thing it's like I guarantee you our next game is going to be better than our other games. And, and that's, that's kind of the cool part is, uh, of, of the, the evolution of the studio is like, you know, F13 was what, 20, <laughs> 20 people. Predator was like 30 some odd. And then, and then Ghostbusters is, is even more people. So like Hillphonic as a studio is just going to keep on making better games because the studio was, very independent like we are an independent you know publisher and developer so like it's it's all it's you know living by the skin of our teeth but as we've grown and as our as our games have gotten better and 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 you know we're we're able to do you know more uh with each project and so like our support plan for ghostbusters right now is really rad but you know our next game is whatever it's going to be it's going to be even better because of all of the learnings and our and our staff is getting so much better and our our technology is getting even stronger so i'm yeah it's 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 amazing that you see the quality growth but that's just the great part is like whatever we're going to do is going to be even better because we we are definitely uh changing and evolving in a, in, the, in the best way that we can right yeah no i totally i totally agree i totally totally agree and um is there something in the game that you like you're proud of including to uh to to give the you know the player the the experience of uh spirits unleashed like what is there anything that may be something that's like oh the, the i hope i hope the uh person who picks this up experience this or or is there anything in there that you that, that kind of comes out to you so um, much so yeah. much in this game i mean it's it's yeah. it's uh and sorry chuck i'm not just gonna be nerdied out the entire no, time no, like, go ahead. <laughs> you know it's like <clears throat> with predator we were able to bring arnold into it and we we got to write this cool story of like his backlog with everything and so you know that that writing bug really kind of or storytelling bug really bit us hard and so with this game you know it's like well we we have to get ernie and dan and so when we got them, it was like, we have to write a really cool story around it. We have to, we have to bring some lore. We have to bring all this great stuff. And so working with Ernie and, Ernie and Dan, but also working with Ernie and, and having him do a different Ernie Hudson uh, Winston, uh, you know, you, you'll Google it. He gets possessed and having, and having just us writing this idea and then going into the, going into the studio with, with Ernie and him 
doing this voice that you've that we didn't even know that he had and it's just such such an awesome voice and he just sounds like a star wars villain and it was it was just like second nature to him that was amazing and then you know all the story that we had bringing in greg miller you know who's who's a big ghostbusters fan but it's been a friend forever and writing him this little part and just making it like the shittiest character we could make it and then having him you know really find that that the swarmiest voice we possibly could and then bringing rahul in and adding all of this tobin spirit guide stuff because like the tobin spirit guide is in all of the lore of everything and it's so cool but like allowing go having ghostbusters allow us to make this haunted tobin spirit guide in the ghost world and all that i mean it's just like all of these great things that we're able to do just with the this you know this small little story um that we got to add to to this uh this you know you know one of my one of my like childhood beloved uh uh movies cartoons and and being now being a part of it it's just like can't believe this is happening this is amazing and it's just like that's huge and then all the technology and all just bah, the fucking game you know sorry <laughs> <laughs> that's all good Dude, but yeah. i just love it though just simply like man you're totally hyped on, yeah. <laughs> on, on this that's, that's so great uh, uh i'm sorry what were you, what were you gonna say uh, sir uh, i was just gonna say um you know for me it was getting it to actually work the the particle thrower and you know trapping it tethering and trapping a ghost those mechanics coming together and doing that with your friends i think you know when we started i didn't know how that would work how it come together and just you know jared and the design team and and uh jordan and all them they just and the engineers everything it just all came together animations just where it worked and it feels like being a real ghostbuster if you were out there doing it you know i'm uh i i think we got close as close as you could get in a virtual sense to making that work and feel good so i was really proud when that came together proud of the team and it was just oh you know oh my god like we're doing it we're we're making this ghostbusters game so <laughs> i mean no, to, I... To, to spring off that the crazy part is like what chuck's talking about is like this like we we stayed one-to-one -one where it's like you're tethering and ghost trapping and all that like that that's like game design right but that was game design back in the 80s before multiplayer games before any three-dimensional games before anything like that and so it's like what what dan and 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 ivan and, and and the originators of ghostbusters like this wacky idea became a an amazing game mechanic for and it's just like it's so it's so weird and it's so cool like it was really setting in like right before we launched like holy shit man like we took someone else's like you know goofy you know movie ideas and it, and it worked in a game like this is just wild you know so no i mean it I, well uh, you know it's kind of funny uh when you're pointing that out because i was looking at uh one of my questions here was about the game mechanics itself because like one of the best one of the things i loved to do when i when i was playing this game is to mess around with the loadouts and also messing around with like you know the ghost uh the ghost settings and stuff to kind of be it's like mix and match like once you get more options more accessible after you're leveling up the more that you can kind of be like back and forth to kind of see how far you can balance your you know because uh because like i was terrible at, at shooting ghosts but i loved like just causing hijinks and crazy hullabaloo of a mess with being a ghost uh you know itself so like but like i was just like the way it was it was very simple it was very easy to kind of pick to pick up to pay uh to, to just say hey i've never experienced this uh and i've never seen this before or, or this is the first time of me trying this out for the first time but it was very 
insanely like simple to uh, to catch on itself and i was just wondering like the way how that mechanic worked itself like how important was it for uh like the weapons and ghost options uh uh, uh was it for you to have the gamer or you know player to uh to pick that up easy to learn that we wanted it to be natural i think for us this was our opportunity to bring asymmetrical games to a wider audience i mean typically they've been violent horror games and so we knew that we we spent a lot of time making sure that you know a kid or something could pick this up and play it um and it's interesting because we did have people uh play that never even seen ghostbusters you know in other territories other countries where it's not as popular and it was kind of interesting because it took them a little bit longer to pick it up so if you've seen a ghostbuster film or the cartoon or anything you kind of knew what to do right away you needed to bust and trap the ghost and you had these tools but yeah that was a, a, an important really important goal for us is to make it easy to pick up fund the master and really just bring it to that that wider audience and so we used to all the time kind of say like okay can you know can our can our kids uh pick it up essentially and and all that stuff so it was it was a big um it was important for us to figure those out early on with the game mechanics and it took some time to get there i mean there was there are some complicated bits or parts that we had originally that were a lot harder for people to pick up and so it was just really a lot of watching how people played and i don't know i'm i'm not the best gamer and i think it's an advantage for our studio because they could watch me play and watch me get confused at things and then they're like okay if chuck can figure it out then a five-year-old can you know so anyways that's very true uh yeah <laughs> we, it, you know any any game we make it's like we need to watch chuck play it because if chuck can gets it then then we're good but yeah i mean it's it, it it that 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 is like it's awesome that you get it you know it's like you know the the ghostbusters technology it, it evolves because you know we had to we had to have something for that hardcore player to do and you know mess with and find new tools and then <clears throat> the ghost is you know the ghost is exactly about like oh i might not be a shooter person but wait i get to go and fuck with people and mess around and and do all this goofy stuff and and kind of like outsmart and honestly it was one of those things where me being such a ghostbusters fan like i inherently always wanted to play as a ghostbuster mm-hmm. and then as <clears throat> our our you know dev camaraderie of this game became more and more uh uh i guess volatile uh it would be like okay i'm gonna be a ghost now and i'm gonna mess with these guys and and you know that's the fun part is like just the development process when you're having fun and you're laughing i feel like that's when you're making a good game versus just like serious all the time and i think that the absurdity mm-hmm. of the ghost is just uh so 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 weird and so funny and so like you know we're we're evolving that like we just released muncher um put out new game mechanics for him he eats the 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 objects that you normally hide in so that that mechanics kind of uh evolving as the games you know continues and in, in the live service you know factor it's 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 i love playing as ghosts just to mess with people honestly it's just one of those <laughs> things where it's like i don't even care if i win i just want to sabotage their pack or do things to mess with them and then go and hide and just like make them go like what the heck is going on so yeah <laughs> it's something gratifying about that i don't know what it is it's just yeah. like it's just so nice to just 
just do that to people it's fun oh yeah absolutely <laughs> it's actually kind of nice too that you know, like you said Chuck, you're basically like the uh built-in like q a group <laughs> within, the, within <laughs> the group just to say oh okay five rules because no, our qa is actually really good at playing. <laughs> they're too good <laughs> so they have to watch me yeah yeah he's, yeah he's like he's like uh he's like you know us going and asking some seven-year-old kid at the mall hey play this and can can he do it so. <laughs> oh that's great and uh yeah the qa uh, team has to take it easy on me these days because there was one time where you know they'll find every exploit in the game and then use it against you to to show you hey look i i broke the game which is their job right but right. yeah but they uh they've been taking it easy on me because i got so mad one time because they kept using this exploit over and over again i'm like stop like what are you doing they're like oh okay so anyways <laughs> <laughs> that's like oh but yeah, the exploit was... got fixed because chuck came in and said this needs to change yeah so. yeah <laughs> Hey, you have that power to do it, and yeah, okay. It's like, hey, I'll take my ball. I'll take my ball. And play somewhere else. That's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and uh, are y'all surprised at the level of like? I mean, like the high level play in this game is insane to me. It's like I, I I saw some videos of some people of this. Like like were y'all like how like were y'all surprised to see streamers and players like have adapted like how they adapted to your game and then decided to say you know what let's break this <laughs> and decide to make this like you know like ridiculous you know it's it's expected it's expected i mean the <laughs> the thing that was not expected was there to be a, a ghostbusters spirit suddenly league where there's actually like uh such high level play where where uh we we felt like okay we need to support this and we made them jerseys and so now when they're when they're when you know when they're able to play they can wear their team jerseys and all that stuff and it was it was that was super unexpected like we always felt like okay people will play it people will definitely take it and find those exploits and we'll we'll you know have to track them we'll have to constantly be balanced in the game but the 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 high level of play where it was a joke at first and it was like, Oh, that's pretty funny. Like, you know, bringing ghostbusters esports, but then it was like, wait a minute. Now they're actually having teams. Now these teams are showing up. Now these teams are actually spending time to get like really good logos. Now the league is actually cutting and editing like Monday night football intros to it. And it's like, what the heck's going on here? And, and that's the thing that was super unexpected. Um, mm -hmm. Because anytime you put a game out, like that's the that's the that's the funny part is like no matter how many hours we put into the game and we put a lot of hours into the game, there are people that are going to put five, six, eight, nine, ten hours into it, which is awesome. Mm. Um, and then we just need to keep an eye on it and find those like edge cases that they find and then just kind of balance it out. I mean, we just we're putting out a, a balance pass uh, pretty soon that's going to you know add to the all of the the quality of assurance of the game and making sure that those really really sticky edge cases kind of get you know softened no yeah they've cool. been awesome too just posting videos of what you know what they feel could be better or what's maybe broken and all that stuff and it, it's always awesome watching kind of those hardcore players that are really just really really good top gamers come in and play a game and it, you just see stuff they do that you have no idea could be done when you make it and it's just cool to watch that and watch it evolve and people play different than how we intended so yeah oh definitely or their skill uh, you know, quality is just insane <laughs> just, oh yeah. like like the court like some people's coordination like sometimes because like i i don't usually like i said we i usually have uh 
play with my friends and also with like uh, my uh, my podcast uh, co-host and stuff uh and uh we we just like to mess around but to say that like sometimes these people are insanely coordinated with the uh like with the ghostbusters like you know how they flank and then they uh to to kind of box box people in and stuff like that and they're like oh if you just do if you throw the grenade here then but then wait for your trap and then you do this and so and so it's like oh my god it's like there's it's like that's how much thinking this <laughs> sometimes in this it's uh it's it's quite amazing to see i love like the the uh when i saw that and uh um, and I know, like, actually, when you, uh, uh, I did have a question about the uh, the league itself because I was actually wondering about it itself. That I knew that you, like, the the league was like created literally, like, I mean, when did the game come out? Like in October, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah and the league came out like in November, like literally, yeah. <laughs> like a month yeah. later. So uh, it goes to show that people were really interested in like love this game. And uh, when they made the league itself, uh, I just didn't know like how much involved like y'all it's uh, y'all itself were a part of it or uh, but now but y'all are clearly endorsing it. uh, Absolutely. Yeah. 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 It was I felt like it was kind of like I mean, this is not your standard multiplayer game. Uh, where it's you know red team blue team everyone has the same stuff and so like that's that's what we're used to competitive gaming being you know it's like Mm -hmm. like predator didn't have like you know uh i mean there were people that were playing and 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 getting competitions together and then you know same with f13 but it's like it it wasn't someone going out like i'm making a ghostbusters league it's like that's funny that's like i remember when when rocket league came out i did a I, i jokingly like rocket league esports and i jumped on it and i and i you know and it was one of those things where it's like that's that's funny but i was also in competitive gaming at the time and so mm-hmm. it was like that that game was an amazing competitive game now ghostbusters the entire time it's like yeah it's it's like f13 or predator it's a fun game to play with your friends it's a fun game to match make and grind through the game and and have have this you know kind of fun experience but i never thought that a league with with people that are like like practicing getting ready for their match and and then the match is going online and listening to just their communications is like listening to uh csgo or call of duty communications between between those those players and it's just like wow you know these guys really do love it and so like that's where our our you know we're trying to figure out ways that we can support it more um but yeah that was that was all that was all them and it's yeah i think it started with a couple guys strong too yeah, I think it started with a couple guys out of Australia that were, you know, fans of the game that had, um, you know, some early, there were influencers out there that had some early keys and then they kind of just built built from there. And so, um, yeah, it was really cool to see. And because like when, uh, I mean, I've known Jared for a long time and he was in development and then he did a, um, a what, a couple year stint in uh, esports. And at the time we were making, uh we're developing f13 he would come over and take a look at it this is right before he joined ilphonic and he's like kind of jokingly like i want to make this an esport i want to figure out how to make this an esport but it was always kind of a joke to us right because we're mm-hmm. you know asymmetrical is tough it's like getting balance in asymmetrical games are really really difficult and having a competitive scene behind it where it is kind of these even even matches you know sometimes the ghost wins sometimes the ghostbusters win but it's not like we're seeing the ghostbusters win every time and i think we even kind of saw it when we took this game out in our reviews where 
some reviewers are like, oh, ghosts are overpowered. Some are like, ghost is underpowered. Ghostbusters are overpowered. So it's almost like, okay, if you're getting that in an asymmetrical game, you're starting to get it right. And there's always balance updates we're going to make and try to make it better. And there's always, especially with asymmetrical, there's always ways they figure out how to gang up on a ghost or the ghost figures out how to gang up on the Ghostbusters. And so we're always kind of watching, trying to tune, but it wasn't, it is incredible to see this whole scene come out of it and see like, well, tonight the ghost won or, you know, tomorrow night the Ghostbusters win. So it's, it's cool to see the kind of even um, playing field there. So. And we're always data mining our own game to see what it is. Cause there's a, people always say what, you know, Oh, this is what it is. It's like, well, okay. I'm looking at the numbers. Like we're, we're, we're always on that stuff. You know? I mean, it's actually surprising because like, I've always felt that, I mean, for the most part, even if uh, it like, I never really had the feeling that one was stronger than the other, though. I mean, it felt like it's actually been pretty, uh, pretty uh, good. And then, like, if you lose, I think it's more like you're not really mad when if you win or you lose. It's just that it's fun. And like you're just able to just, you know, experience. You're not really needing to to do. I mean, besides trying to take the son of a bitch out. But like, uh, <laughs> but, but like, other than that, it's like uh, it's not much like serious thinking puzzle solving it's just that you need to take out this thing you have your task try to get it if you do cool if you don't next game you know it's yeah. not like it's uh, not much I, but i never really thought about how much of the 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 task it was just to balance that like you know uh balance between the ghost like i mean with all the gadgets for the ghostbusters and then the ghost abilities and stuff i didn't think that it was that much it was that it was that was very challenging but you're oh, saying yeah. it was yeah oh yeah 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 because i mean that's the thing it's like um game you know when when it's it's i feel like it's called just developer blindness where it's like when you're making a game you're looking for this one thing and so you don't see these other elements and and you don't play it a certain way and so then when the game comes out and people play it openly however they want there's these weird things like you know for example like at the beginning of of uh when it came out like the stun locking of the ghost with the pka meter um mm -hmm. was pretty was pretty crazy and so we balanced that you know as soon as we could but it was because when the the team was playing we would play a certain way and then <laughs> we saw online just these like insane people that are like like truly communicating in this higher level where they they have these had a crazy loadout where they were just super super fast all the time and then they were stun locking and then they were like okay your turn your tomb and so like they would kind of bully oh the God. ghost and then they would they would you know because his ghost is so stunned that one guy would snipe the ghost with a trap and it's like holy fuck like this is these guys are playing at such a higher level um not that we are not playing but like we're not we're mm -hmm. not going Thinking at it like it. must win must destroy you know it's like these that's that's the great part about it and so we're we're always keeping an eye on the league stuff we're always keeping an eye on like youtube and just our stats and our data and and you know like oh this ghost is is you know losing too like too much so we need to mm -hmm. figure out ways that we can dial that ghost up or we could figure out how to this ghost is always winning so we need to figure out what that element is and it's it's just like a constant iteration that you know i mean we were we were doing balances on predator like two years in so yeah i mean wow. that's it's all about just making your game better i think mm. that's i mean we've been working on asymmetrical games for a while now this is our third one and we even had a chance to um you know work on or support uh some of the stuff on evolve as well and and so just learning over time 
I think a lot of it's a lot easier nowadays to develop and put out an asymmetrical game. A lot of teams are are starting to do it and you see it, but I think it takes it's tough because you have to release the game and then give it really almost a good few months or even a year to really get it right because just I mean people are just so they they play it they consume it they figure out all these different angles and all that kind of stuff and that's probably the challenge of asymmetrical is to make it really good it just takes a long time mm, um, okay yeah because yeah, so. your standard first person shooter both sides have the exact same gear mm-hmm. and then it's done you know it's like oh well we add this thing both sides have it now they both have it and you kind of like need to balance those pieces out but when it's like one game versus another game it's like fall <laughs> it's just it's crazy. <laughs> right and uh um, and i mean the overall feel while playing ghostbusters uh uh itself is just a huge level of nostalgia i mean for me personally uh but i think the music is also a big part of that like i was actually quite impressed on um um i don't think it's i don't think it's bernstein i don't think it's bernstein y'all don't did y'all have any music from bernstein uh uh bernstein i can never say no right. inspired <laughs> no. by yeah, oh, it was it was by. definitely inspired by the the Ghostbusters soundtrack, and we had to, you know, obviously, you know, we don't want to um, infringe on the original, but there was a lot of elements we took, um, and and really the reason for it is because we wanted to, you know, some of it is obviously budget, but we also want um, the streaming community to play the soundtrack without having uh, copyright strikes, and that's always yeah. the challenge when you make games. And so a lot of what we did was um, really just kind of, you know, Mark Rutherford, who's our music director. I mean, he's just so talented um, as a musician and he's been around for a while and used to produce, you know, Peter Gabriel records. He was one of the mm-hmm. um, originators of, of jungle and drum and bass with Goldie, you know, part of metalheads. And so like he has this crazy history, but is also this traditional composer. And so we just, we were always very inspired. And so we were actually able, we went to um, uh, Cynthia who uh, has this instrument that I'm always going to mess up, but in the original Ghostbusters, when you see the Columbia logo, yeah. it's kind of, we always thought it was a theremin, but it's actually this instrument called an on Dane's uh, Martineau. And it's a French yeah. instrument, a French synthesizer that is a, looks almost like a piano or a keyboard. It's all, everything's wooden and you, wear a ring that has a string and the string is kind of what makes the pitch slide together and so she played on the original um the original film and uh played on afterlife and uh it was incredible to have her come down and kind of tell stories you know and she's probably one of the only players in the world i think coldplay tours with this instrument but outside of that it's a very small community and and there's you know, I think she owns three and there's probably only, you know, four or five original ones in, in the world left. And that was just kind of her, her thing that was really that's just, cool. That's so weird. It's like, yeah. it, it just sounds like I've always thought it was a theremin. That, yeah. that is insane. So you, like, you could probably count the amount of people that probably on one hand that could probably play an instrument like that. that, that yeah. How does, it's, is it big or what? It's it, crazy. What, it's yeah, crazy. It's, you got to look it up. It's got like three different parts to it. It has it's three different fun. speakers and they take um, like a Chinese ride symbol or whatever is actually put into a box and then a speaker plays against that. And that's one of the three sounds that it's mixed with. Like it's 
such an odd obscure instrument um you know crazy to play and learn to play but you know she um i think she just care you know has it packed up in her car so it's not huge it's surprisingly um probably small and, and somewhat portable i mean she has to bring take a couple trips to her car to bring out the the instrument but um and then i think she keeps one in the united states so when she does sessions out here she has one in the u.s she's lives in right outside of london so she has her one in the uk and then i think you know she paris. did a show in france yeah so she has one in paris and you don't really want to ship it because not many yeah. people know how to repair it anymore but but that was one of the cool instruments he brought to it and really just like you know um bernstein used the the dx7 was uh another the yamaha dx7 was something that oh, yeah. was kind of new at the time that he used sparingly and you know even just the use of organ because you don't think like we use the b3 organ and we typically think like soul music or rock and roll but mm -hmm. um using that in i forgot how evil that instrument how evil an organ can sound and so all those layers of of instrumentation i think really added up to the tone of the soundtrack so while we didn't you know really follow a lot of the um i guess music theory behind it or whatever or you know we we did follow like a lot of the instruments and kind of took those inspirations and so mark just really nailed it he did such a good job and had a team of composers we recorded at abbey road and that was where um you know we did both studio one and afterlife was recorded in there um i believe the original was too um but also we did studio two which was the where the beatles recorded all their hits so it was kind of just wow. this crazy walk down memory lane and everyone there was just or you know walk down history that obviously i guess not our memories but <laughs> <laughs> so many met like so much history and in the building and how cool the staff was and how excited they were to have another piece of ghostbusters history in those walls and you know lord of the rings did their um orchestral se sessions there so there's just so much history and we were just amazed that they let us let us in to to work there so that is awesome i'm taking yeah. a look at the picture of this the, of this the this instrument and it looks like it's in the court like well the picture looks like it's just like a piece of like moving equipment that you see in the back of a storage <laughs> but yeah. it's like because it's, it's all different shapes and sizes of yeah. the speak okay yeah that i need to take it yeah weird. it's yeah. very weird looking yeah. <laughs> and uh <clears throat> excuse me and uh since the dlc came out uh literally i think it went to come out like two weeks ago i believe or yeah it's about two weeks ago uh i've been like i've been playing it non-stop because i've been like after i saw that y'all introduced the real ghostbuster skins i was like oh my god i gotta get i gotta get egon i gotta get egon's uh stuff and then the classic uh the to the uh the trap and the blaster and all that i was i i just couldn't stop so i finally got it actually yesterday awesome. really amazing yeah awesome. definitely loved it worth it but uh but i've also like i mean i didn't just realize this but there are like an insane amount of easter eggs uh in this game and like and i was just wondering i mean clearly jared you are a fan of ghostbusters <laughs> I mean, a little no, bit no yeah a little bit it. but like how many people at ilphonic are like ghostbuster fans out uh uh fans there like i mean like like do they have that same kind of like oomph that you do or what i i, I doubt well i mean 
I'm probably one of the older guys in the studio. So I, I, like I said, I saw it in the theater and it, and it just, you know, captured me, but I feel like, I feel like it's kind of one of those things where it's like the the younger guys have seen the the film. Their parents, of course, made them see it. But like for me, it's like, you know, uh, my 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 love for this is is was supported by my family too. Like, oh, isn't that funny? He loves Ghostbusters. Like, let's buy him some more toys. And an aunt wouldn't come by and give me Ghostbusters toys. So for me, it's like real Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters are just like one in the same. But a lot of the guys grew up with real Ghostbusters stuff. So when uh, when we were saying like, hey, we're making a Ghostbusters game, everyone's like, aren't we making a real Ghostbusters game? It's like, well, no, we're doing the cinematic version, but I've got this crazy idea. And so, you know, the the you know, normally uh you wouldn't be able to mix the mm. you know the the peanut butter and 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 uh chocolate together. But it was amazing that like Ghost Core is like, okay but we need to make sure X, Y, and Z things. And so it's, it's been really cool that we're, be, we're being able to kind of run with the ball on this and, and bring the real Ghostbusters into this. And, 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 you know, so as far as the, the, the fans of Ghostbusters in the studio, Chuck, of course, is, is, is a big Ghostbusters fan. A lot of our guys are really big Ghostbusters fans. Um, and if they hadn't really seen it, because like, you know, for example, like my my lead designer or or, or design director now, uh, he never saw the second film. And mm-hmm. so uh, when we signed it, I was like, OK, we're going to we're going to watch we're going to watch all of them. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was really cool that we we got to kind of do it. And he's like, oh, man, now I get it. And he's been the one that's like, oh, we should get this and get this and freeze framing. And, and, and so like if if they weren't a hardcore Ghostbusters fan, a lot of them are now, you know, hardcore Ghostbusters fans, which is really great. That's fun. Yeah, that's great. And uh, I mean, like, uh, just uh, it, it's very it's very interesting. Like um, now I, I I don't know. Did y'all announce the roadmap, the DLC, a DLC roadmap? I'm, I wasn't really familiar if you did uh, or not. So we're, we're, we're kind of keeping it all in, in the flux because, uh, with, with Ghostbusters day and and a bunch of other stuff, it's, you know, the, the cadences is roughly every quarter, uh, we're going to, we're going to do something, but, um, some things will be bigger than others and, and, and all of that, you know, like Mm -hmm. next, next Halloween, you know, we're going to, we're going to come back with, with something really huge, which is really exciting. So. Yeah. Well, when y'all when y'all, when y'all introduce the uh, the real Ghostbusters, I'm like, oh my god, the floodgates are open. I mean, you could literally put like uh, like I mean, extreme Ghostbusters or uh, or uh, uh, maybe the female one, um, the one in the the one that came in the early two uh, earlier 2000s and stuff. But like, but just uh, but just I was like, oh my god, that, I was just so glad that y'all got the real Ghostbusters in there. Yeah. So that was yeah. great. And uh, the DLC that uh, came out was like was a big one it was huge and uh, uh relatively and it and it was absolutely free and uh with usual you know game as a service like you know microtransactions microtransactions are usually common to see um i but y'all went a different direction and made this dlc and possibly the future ones uh, like uh future future ones accessible to everybody who has the game itself and uh was there a reason why y'all decided not to do a paywall for any uh, for any of this in the game um, for I mean, I'll let you run with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think uh, for this, we felt a game that, um, especially with the younger audience, you know, we wanted to uh, make it for everyone and and allow everyone to kind of t- or touch all the good content. But I think for me, at least, because, you know, I have to obviously deal with the the business side, I think it was getting and driving people to the base game and seeing, hey, 
there's a great game being supported and we know long-term that that's going to drive new users to the game when other people see how well, or, you know, the, the fans help spread the word. And uh, that's really what we wanted. We didn't want somebody that, you know, it's an E10 game. So someone 10 years old that's playing, we know that it's hard for them to, you know, get cash. And uh, you know, my, my daughter right now is, saving up for a, a car for her dolls and and that's you know taken forever right so so we wanted um that to be accessible to the younger audience number one but also yeah really just getting um people back into the base game talking about it spreading the word and everyone seeing that we're supporting it supporting it right and and having new users um come in was was the big long-term goal for that so and we knew that um there's all kinds of ghostbusters fans out there i mean you know, the first film my daughter saw was the 2016 one. And then we kind of took her back to the older ones and the recent one and afterlife. So we want, you know, going forward, it's like, okay, um, having DLC come and, and having all walks and shapes of Ghostbusters fans see it, and you know, it might be a certain thing we drop that brings someone to come into and buy the, the game because the other stuff maybe didn't resonate with them. So that was really a lot of the thinking behind it. So. Okay, I mean, I then I, I really, really appreciate it because any any kind of discount debate or make it lighter on my pockets to get to to, yeah. uh, to experience it. Thank you so so much. Uh, and uh, like, and uh, my final question is uh, like, uh, uh, what are some of the what what are some of y'all's personal favorite DLC items that you've uh, you've incorporated into the game so far? That, oh, uh, easily the uh, RGB stuff. Like, it's just it's. <laughs> I mean. For, yeah, I mean, and and we we purposely, well, we didn't purposely, but like we we made the uh, uh, customization evolve with this new DLC. So like, you know, this was the first time that we've had fully, you know, dialed in customization so you could kind of make your character versus just like you just choose a person. And, and so with mm -hmm. this game, you know, we wanted to have just that, like make yourself or make one of your favorite ghostbusters and so when when we released the new dlc we added more dials to the to the sliders so you could you were able to get them a lot closer to to that but also um like there's a lot of things that like just for if you're trying to make yourself it's just like oh, i can't i can't make my nose look wrong like my nose so you know that was the thing that we that we we added that i that i really kind of got excited about was just like okay that evolved more and now you can do you can have a lot more flexibility with your character to either make a person that you want or make a monster um and and you know some of the, some of the the hideous characters that people are making is is really funny to me but it's 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 easily the rgb stuff because it's just like mm -hmm. man we we did it but also with that we added the shell so like you know the the big thing for me is being you know a, i'm i'm not a purist i'm not someone that's like I don't I, I don't like anything other than the gray suit and and the 80s pack, but I do feel like, you know, I, I min max or I make my my loadout and the, the pack looks dope, but it doesn't look like the the classic pack. Now you can actually make, you know, your your dials in and make make your classic pack look look correct. That was one of those things where like, oh, yeah, this is this is really cool. So um, and then plus mantra is really, really rad. Oh, yeah. It's it's just Munchers one of those is, things where it's like. Rad. All of all of the things that are that are coming that uh, we can't talk about is is also very very exciting. There's there's a lot of really cool things coming coming ahead. I'm definitely looking forward to it. How about how about you, Chuck? 
Yeah, I mean, the, the same. I think Muncher came out really well. Um, you know, the team team worked really hard. I mean, it's it's definitely uh it was impressive by how much stuff came out and and the team did such an amazing job because it is hard to launch a game and you know fight fires with with a live service game that come out and you know there's always um at scale there's always uh issues you find or balance issues and so for them to really balance it and then push hard on the um real ghostbusters stuff and muncher was incredible to see so uh there's there's some favorites that i have that uh you know are coming in the future too so I would say for now, it's definitely the real Ghostbusters stuff coming out, like Egon's hair. So, <laughs> yeah, I just hate the fact that y'all are teasing, teasing what's coming to coming out. <laughs> thing, I totally understand, though. Yeah. Totally good. I'm looking forward to it. We got to set and, this up so each time the new DLC comes out, we can we come back and talk to you about it. So, that is very true. <laughs> now, now, now I'll be talking for hours on it. <laughs> and anything. if Jen <laughs> wasn't listening in, I'm sure Jared would oh, tell man, you everything. I would have so. said everything <laughs> by now. <laughs> well, uh, man, Jared, uh, Chuck. Thank you so much for stopping by, laying, uh, uh, geeking out with me on Ghostbusters. I mean, like I said, I could talk literally for hours about this about this game. And I will have to say, because normally I don't usually play these kind of games. I don't usually play multiplayer games, uh, first-person shooter games. But then, like, uh, when when it first came out, I was like, I'm totally hyped. I was totally hyped about it. And then, uh, then when the DLC came out and I found out what was in the DLC, I've been, like, just figuring it all out. I'm like, I got to get this. I got to get this. So y'all definitely did a good job of just keeping my attention to this game. Uh, so thank you so much. So y'all y'all doing the y'all doing an excellent job. It makes us thank happy you. to hear that you're you're yeah. you're having fun with it. I mean that's that's <laughs> the biggest thing is like this is definitely a, a a love letter to the fans as well as the IP because um you know we've we've yeah we're we're just we're just hyped that it's that it's doing so well and and people are are excited about it and it's uh it's been it's it's really great. It's really great. Oh, most definitely, most definitely, and uh, and also, guys, if you if you don't know, Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed is currently out. You it, uh, you can get it on PlayStation, uh, on PlayStation Four, PlayStation Five, on the Xbox One, the Series X, Series S, and also on Microsoft uh, uh, on PC. I believe it's a Epic Games ex- exclusive. So so definitely, right. yeah. So de- yeah, definitely check that out. Pick it up. You're going to have fun. The, do not worry about. Do not worry about uh, uh about this uh about the price. Just get it. It's really fun. It's really fun <laughs> to get it. So guys, but uh guys, thank you so much for stopping uh, by and listening. And uh, but if you definitely like uh listening to awesome people like Chuck and Jared from Ilphonic Games, you can definitely check us out on uh, any podcast services out there on Pop Culture Gems or go to our main website con freaksandgeeks.com uh for the full content on everything that we like to do there. So once again, this is Davis signing off. Y'all take it easy.